0: CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust.
1: Over the past year, I've helped thousands turn their lives around. And today, I'm going to tell you the one simple trick that will change everything. All you have to do is... And now a message from our sponsor. With Progressive, you can bundle your boat, RV, or other outdoor vehicle for great protection and even more savings. Progressive. And that's it. You'll have that for the rest of your lives. I'm so excited for you.
2: Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Under the Hood. Sponsored by O'Reilly Auto
0: Parts. The safety of pedestrians after dark is a rising concern. Auto expert Jeff Gilbert recently explored the topic. When pedestrians are out at night, drivers don't see them. Jonathan Atkins heads the Governor's Highway Safety Association. That really suggests the need for an increased effort to make pedestrians more visible. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Lots of excitement for fighting fans last night. Floyd Money Mayweather, Logan the Maverick Paul. Pro boxer Floyd Mayweather took on social media star Logan Paul for eight rounds in an exhibition match with no judges to issue a decision. There's a lead right hand
0: by a courageous Logan.
1: This is only Paul's second match, but Mayweather hasn't fought in years. The 44-year-old retired in 2017. He says Paul put up a good fight. Logan,
0: hell of a... Hell of a grappler, hell of a holder.
1: The pay-per-view match raked in millions of dollars. Monica Ricks, CBS News. New Yorkers who need a lift are having a tough time finding or are paying for one. Industry experts tell the New York Post only half the number of yellow cabs are back on the road since COVID, with many drivers opting for that extra $300 a week in federal unemployment benefits. Uber and Lyft drivers have upped prices astronomically. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News
0: paid for by CompleteCar.com. This is a special alert to all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an auto warranty about to expire or with no warranty coverage at all. Due to the COVID crisis, we are announcing a low-cost extended service plan that is now available to the public to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can pay nothing for auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. Pay nothing for auto repairs. An open phone line has been established for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-549-1988 now. Drivers who are covered by this auto protection will not have to pay for a covered repair bill again. This auto coverage is at an all-time low, much lower than what dealerships are charging. Additionally, drivers who activate this auto coverage today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and free rental car at no additional cost. Call for your free quick quote today. 800-549-1985. 800-549-1985. What do you have to lose? Again, 800-549-1985.
2: You good?
1: Anything you want to talk about? Here if you need me. Just want to check in. Appreciate you. Everyone feels less than okay sometimes. They may not want your advice, but they may welcome your ear. Be present is a simple but powerful way to be there for others, especially now when many are separated. Help teens and young adults find their power, conquer the difficult times, and get to a better tomorrow. Be present, Ohio sponsored by the Ohio Suicide Prevention Foundation and aired in cooperation with the OAB and this station.
2: What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on classic hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH.
0: Since 1972, Dan Inman Electric has been providing professional solutions at fair prices. Whether it is dedicating a line for your computer, running all-new electric lines, installing new lighting, air services, ductwork for distributing the best heating and cooling throughout your home, or complete HVAC system installations for the home or office, Dan Inman
3: Electric can hook you up. Consider a backup generator for those untimely Southeast Ohio power outages. Call Dan Inman Electric, 740-593-8813. That's Dan Inman Electric,
4: 740-593-8813. The thing about the Home and Auto
2: Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with a ring-tailed lemur from Progressive. Or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver see how much you could save with the home and auto but <clears throat> with the shaman in the jungle from progressive progressive casualty insurance company affiliates and other insurers Bundle discount not available in all states or situations Pick it up, guys.
5: Pick it at Bows builders Bowles Bowles. demand is through the roof Bowles. to keep up his business needs a stronger foundation the saw,
3: right? just one sec Bowles builders this is Bow. this weekend yeah we can do it
1: indeed can help him hire the people he needs i need indeed Indeed, you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes
5: on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply.
4: Every day, people drive across bad railroad crossings without ever knowing the dangers that lurk down the track. Site obstructions, overgrown vegetation, natural terrain that blocks the view of impending doom. It's not a matter of if. But when a train will strike another victim, you can help. Report bad railroad crossings at angelsontrack.org. That's angelsontrack.org. Because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track, aired by OAB in this station.
0: Since 1921, O'Blenis Hospital has been part of the fabric of Southeast Ohio, sharing in the healthcare journeys of our friends and neighbors. And since becoming part of the Ohio Health Family. We've proudly continued that service through investments in a new ICU, primary and specialty care services, and an expanded emergency department. Learn more about our commitment to expert care in our community at OhioHealth.com slash Oblennis100. I-N-E-P-T,
1: am Tech,
0: 2 4 6 eight. who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters, raw, raw, raw.
2: Coach Turf, glad to welcome you back from your road trip to try Nitro Tech this past weekend. That's
5: right. We played TNT over in Nitro, West Virginia.
2: I was going to ask you, what kind of game was it?
5: Well, it was a fine ball game. You know, uh, we played a fine ball game. I am real proud of the way the oysters acquitted themselves on the field, and and they did play a real fine ball game. Of course, tnt They played a real fine ball game, and that means what the fans seen when everything was all over, said and done with, was a fine ball game.
2: You were trying to pick up your first win and first conference win of the season this past week.
5: Well, that's right. You know, uh, going into this ball game, we was 0-6, uh, and 0-2 uh, in the conference, but uh, we was all fired up because we was expecting a real dynamite ball game because they got a real explosive ball club, but we was ready for them.
2: I understand that you were expecting some unusual conditions, which we discussed last week. Were they as you had expected when you got over there?
5: That's right. You know, uh, TNT and uh, Coach Credlow, uh, Crosshairs Credlow, he, he tries to sack up his opponents so that uh, it makes it easier for his boys to go out and, and beat whoever they're playing. And that's what they get with their home field advantage. You know, they got them locker rooms that's underground like bomb shelters. They tell all the opponents that the field's got mines in there all over the place. And uh, another thing they do is uh, they come out in their uniforms just prior to the ball game. They wear what you call... Uh, camouflage uniforms. They look just like the ball field and they come out instead of them uh, football spikes, they come out in them clodhopper shoes them uh, like combat boots kind of stuff and they, instead of wearing regular football helmets, they come out in them shiny gray silver uh, uh, army helmets. Kind of different helmets. And they make them look real respectable out there and that's how come they got such an advantage on their opponents.
2: I don't think we ever established whether the game was in the win column or the loss column.
5: Well, that depends on uh, who you're asking. Now, if you're asking Coach Credlow, he'd tell you that it was a win. But now, of course, now this is my program, so you ain't going to interview Coach Credlow. So uh, I I guess I better report to all the fans that, unfortunate, we come out on the short end of a 79-7 score. And I'll be back with more from Coach Turf.
4: And the Coach Art Turf Show is proudly brought to you by Clean, fresh linen scent, Lysol that eliminates odors of all kinds. All kinds. All kinds, including this one. Mm.
2: Well, Coach Turf with a seventy-nine to seven loss. I guess you did get that explosive offensive attack that you were expecting.
5: Well, that's right. You know, they had a little bit too much firepower for us, but I do want to point out to all the fans that uh, I am real proud of the way the oysters played out there special. First time we had the football, we marched. Right down the field, got ourselves a touchdown. Oh, Foxhole uh, Fogarty, boy, that we got special from ROTC department. He went over from the one-yard line. We had ourselves a touchdown. I am real proud of that fact.
2: Second straight week that you've had the lead early in the game.
5: Well, that's right. You know, early in the ball game, Mary, it was seven and Zip, and we was a seven, and they was a Zip. But from then on out, we just kind of blowed up.
2: Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the
0: coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM
2: 970
0: and 97.1 FM. FM.
3: Hello, Ohio. 74 degrees outside and headed to 84, 86 tomorrow. And it gets down to the lower 80s for the rest of the week. Also have a number of mentions of uh, rain throughout the week, thunderstorms, that sort of thing. It's the party line on 970 WATH 97.1 FM as well. And um, I'm Dave Palmer. Scott's here too. And we've got, let's uh, see, it just says scattered showers before 2 p.m. today. Then scattered showers and thunderstorms between 2 and 4. Then showers likely and possibly a thunderstorm after 4. Why don't, it just sounds like the same thing all day long. Why are they splitting it up? Anyway, mostly cloudy with a high near eighty-one. Calm wind becoming southwest around five miles per hour in the afternoon. Chance of precipitation listed at 60%. New rainfall amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. Except higher amounts possible during thunderstorms. I'd say they played it pretty safe there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it will, yeah, maybe, maybe it, it won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway.
4: That'd be a good job to have. And then if it does, then you could say, see, told you. And if it doesn't, say, oh, the weather changed. Or, see, we
3: told you. Yeah. Because they tell us sort of both ways. Yeah. Anyway, you know, good morning, Covered folks. both ways there. <laughs> a whole new week, whole nother week. Um, I think we have um, oh, Chris Schmiel, County Commissioner, coming in this week. There might be another one or two as well. I have to. I didn't look at the calendar this morning. I should have. I apologize. But today is uh, let's see here, June seventh, right?
4: It is D-Day plus one.
3: Today is National Chocolate Ice Cream Day. Nothing wrong with that. National Boone Day.
4: Uh, What do you think?
3: Daniel Boone? That's what I'm guessing. National VCR Day. What a difference. Go from possibly an old cowboy to a new electronic device. Not so new, really. Anyway, National Oklahoma Day. Now since we weren't here yesterday, we need to mention that yesterday was D-Day. But it was also National Gardening Exercise Day, and certainly I had a part of that. National Cancer Survivors Day, and my wife had a part of that. National Yo-Yo Day. Okay. Years and years and years ago, when I was in high school, I was proficient with the yo-yo. Were you?
4: Yeah, what, but not in high school. When we were kids, we used to play with them all the time.
3: I haven't had a yo-yo in my hand hands in years. I wonder if I could get the hang of it
4: again. I bet you could. Like riding a bicycle, maybe. You know, there's a National Yo-Yo Museum in no. Chico, California. No, I didn't know that. It's uh, of course, dedicated to the namesake toy, with memorabilia displays, and a working 256-pound wooden
3: yo-yo. Hmm. Well, it's National Applesau- Applesauce Day, or no, 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 a- National Applesauce Cake day yesterday national eyewear day this is all yesterday national higher education day and national drive-in movie day
4: drive-in movies making a little comeback the people that I've heard don't want to go to a theater just yet so they go to one of the few drive-ins that are left in existence around here. I don't know how many are in Ohio. I think the closest when one I was, to here is Lancaster, maybe?
3: When I was growing up, <coughs> there were quite a few. And um, being on the north end of Columbus, um, I think there were three within, say, two miles of our home. Now, I can think of one. And, um, and it's not very close to where I lived. But, um, well, I can think of another one over where my wife grew up, over in, um, what was that town? Near, uh, Lafayette. Um, West Lafayette, Purdue and all that. Oh yeah. Um It's one it's a town that got destroyed in a uh, not a hurricane. What what's the other storm? Tornado. Tornado. And it had to almost completely rebuild over in, in Indiana. take take Marion? No. Google that
4: real quick. Russiaville Alto, Southern Kokomo, Greentown. Oh, uh,
3: where did you come up with what, all those? What
4: year was it? Do you remember?
3: Well, I'm going to say it was in the um, late 60s, maybe early 70s. Palm
4: Sunday, Tornado Outbreak, Midway, Goshen,
3: Dunlap. You're, you're hitting all smaller towns than this. This one wasn't, it wasn't like Indianapolis, but I mean it was. Uh, It says it it tore up a a swath 450
4: miles long from Kent County, Michigan, to Montgomery County, Indiana.
3: Monticello. I just heard it. Monticello is the name of the city where there had been a. um, Drive-in movie theater. That's how this all started. Oh yeah, and um, and that town was really clobbered by that tornado. Did Did you hit Monticello? Anyway?
4: Uh, I didn't. It, it's not being mentioned here, and the, it okay. says the 1965 Palm Sunday tornado outbreak. Um,
3: okay, it was Monticello? Go to Monticello Hurricane. Okay. Let's see if. Um, it puts a year to it if it was the same event monticello destroyed by tornado
4: uh april 3rd 1974
3: oh so it's more recent
4: the hardest hit town was monticello where the tornado swept through central business district killing eight injuring over 350
3: so, and yeah, uh, when sorry. when you drive through Monticello today, it looks rather modern. Well, think of it, you know. In well, yeah. Seventy four, all the buildings got destroyed, and they rebuilt it. Yeah. Wasn't
4: that the same year that Xenia, uh, Ohio, was? I think so. Torn up by a tornado as well. But anyway, this goes on Could to say. Google that one. Okay, April third, nineteen seventy four. Monticello, Indiana. Much of the city was destroyed including the courthouse several churches and cemeteries, 40 businesses and numerous homes as mm-hmm. well as three schools that also heavily damaged the Penn Central Bridge over the Tippecanoe River. Mm. So yep well, now let's see about Xenia Now when we lived in Hawaii yep,
3: 1974 Yeah we lived in Hawaii. You know, it was all over the front page of the Honolulu, Hon, Honolulu Star Advertiser. That was the name of the, uh, the primary paper there. Pictures of... of um,
4: Pearl Harbor? No,
3: no. Of, of the city we just talked about. Mono- not Monticello. Xenia? Um, Xenia. Okay. You, thank you. We're I thought you were in Hawaii with this one. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, here it was halfway around the world, and, yes, it was the major story. Really something. Yeah, okay, well. I'm,
4: you know, speaking of uh, driving, well, let's finish up the tornado here first. That the, that year, that same tornado activity that hit Xenia, uh, or, excuse me, Monticello, was the same weather activity that dropped down through and into uh, Southwest Ohio in the Cincinnati area and Xenia uh, and all through there so it was the same weather type of formation that tore up all of those other places too mm-hmm. um, Ohio Kentucky Indiana were among the worst hit 167 people died mm. as a result of that from all of that tornado activity so that was a big one that covered lots of miles and you know speaking of i'm going to jump again back to drive-in movies used to be a theater right next door here oh yes years ago i'm sure people are out there going well don't remember don't forget the valley drive-in that was over here Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) so we we're right next door to where that is where
3: and our street in front of here is still known as theater lane
4: yeah the uh, leaf Landscaping is over in that area now. Mm-hmm. And then there used to be, what, the 33 Drive-In mm-hmm. in Nelsonville, and then the Hawking Drive-In a little more north and uh, just south of Logan. Right. You could see all of that In fact, in
3: fact that, doesn't that one still exist but just not open? Yeah,
4: there's no screen or
3: anything I there. I think the but screen's there.
4: The, yeah, you know, last time I went by, there was none. Okay. So that was the one where... They showed some raunchy movies that you can oh. see from the from the thirty-three location going going by there. And I remember going by there a few times and mom saying, You boys turn around, put your heads down. <laughs> My brothers and I, <laughs> we'd be in the back back seat of the car. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they were a little raunchy there at that place.
3: Well, let's see here. It is Monday, folks. It is June 7th. This is the 158th day of this calendar year 2021. We now have 207 days remaining. On June 7th, 1942, the Battle of Midway ended in a decisive victory for American naval forces over Imperial Japan, marking the turning point in the Pacific War. Yeah,
4: it sure was a turning point.
3: Other important things on this date. In 1712, Pennsylvania's colony assembled. I'm sorry. Let me do this again. Pennsylvania's colonial assembly voted to ban the further importation of slaves. 1776, Richard Henry Lee, who was from Virginia, offered a resolution to the Continental Congress stating that these united colonies colonies, and of right ought to be free and independent states. 1892, Homer Plessy, a creole of color, was arrested for refusing to leave a whites-only car on East Louisiana Railroad. The ruling on his case, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld separate but equal racial segregation, a concept it renounced in 1954. On any given date, there's all these things. In 1929, the sovereign state of the Vatican City came into existence as copies of the Lateran Treaty were exchanged in Rome. 1937, film star Gene Harlow died in Los Angeles at the very tender age of 26. We could go on and on with these amazing things that happen or have happened on various dates. Healthy list of birthdays, all that sort of thing. Um, let's see. Here's the, um, on this day in history, we do this often. The Treaty of Tordesillas. tordesillas Anyway, the year is 1494 here. Spain and Portugal divide the New World along a meridian 370 leagues west of Cape Verde Islands off the coast of Africa. In 1628, English King Charles I ratifies the Petition of Rights. 1654, Louis the, let's see here, the ninth. XIV is nine, right? XIV would be 14. Oh. Oh, you're right. X is uh, 10, not five. Right. Louis the 14th crowned King of France on this date in 1654. 1753, British Museum, founded by an act of parliament with royal assent from King George II, opens. And it actually finally got open in 1759. 1929, Vatican City becomes a sovereign state. We already did that one. Oh. Here's one we haven't done. 1965, the U.S. Supreme Court of the United States decides on Griswold versus Connecticut. I remember that even without going on, I know this story, but anyway, effectively legalizing the use of contraception by married couples. Okay, here's a thing. It says Ohio drivers with ne- no DUIs getting a payday on Monday. Do you know what that means?
4: Well, Didn't we I, have something about this yeah, a Yeah, we did. Ago? That, that's what's known as click bait, for you to click on that, for to go to an insurance company to check out rates in their hopes of selling you an insurance policy. Oh. So... That's what that is.
3: Yes, we did. Why that. is it in this report?
4: It uh, they, they they must have paid for. Uh, they insert those, yeah. They insert insert that digital type of promotion there uh-huh, okay. in between stories. So again, that's what's referred to as clickbait no that way. you'll click on it
3: by we, thinking, oh, a payday. We helped them out a little, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Famous birthdays: Anna, <clears throat> Korinakova. Today, her 40th birthday. Now, forgive my lack of knowledge on these things, but give me a couple highlights about her. What Uh, what shows? She is a tennis player. I do know that.
4: Okay. Russian-American tennis player, former professional. Uh, She's also a model and TV personality now. I can see that. Yeah. Her appearance and celebrity status made her one of the best-known
3: tennis stars worldwide okay tennis yeah Prince Rogers Nelson 1958 to 2016 is this simply Prince Prince Rogers Nelson is indeed Prince okay the the face this is a young picture of him yeah but I thought it might be he yeah Muammar Gaddafi, 1942
4: to 2011. He was a uh, Libyan leader, I want to say, before I I look it up
3: here. One of those countries there. Well, if it would
4: roll on here. Uh, known as Colonel Gaddafi, Libyan revolutionary politician and political theorist.
3: The last one we have is Susan Blow, 1843 to 1916. Susan Blow was an American
4: educator who opened the first successful public kindergarten in the United States. She was known as the mother of
3: the kindergarten. Now, two famous deaths. Uh, One appears to be fairly, oh well, 1954. Uh, So this this man, Alan Turing, lived from 1912 to 1954.
4: Alan Turing was an English mathematician, computer scientist, logician, cryptanalyst, philosopher, and theoretical biologist. Cryptanalyst.
3: Golly, not much left to (laughs) to cover
4: there. The only thing he what wasn't he? Yeah, he was
3: not a radio DJ. Okay. Um, another one and much farther back is Robert the Bruce. He lived from twelve seventy four to thirteen twenty nine. He looks a little fishy to me. Uh, Let let me go back here to Alan Turing, first of all.
4: This is important, especially with D-Day yesterday. In 1939, Alan Turing took up a full-time role at Bletchley Park in Buckinghamshire, where top-secret work was carried out to decipher the military codes used by Germany and its allies. So he helped crack the Enigma code I wonder why his life was so short. I don't know. Okay. Uh, let's see if it says anything about that here. Nope.
3: Well, the other one that we already mentioned once, we'll do it again. Robert the Bruce. And the, he lived from 1274 to 1329. And like I said, his picture looks pretty weird.
4: <laughs> Robert the Bruce was the king of Scots.
3: Really? Yes. Well, they should not have uh, jazzed him, so...
4: 1306, to his death in 1329. He was one of the most famous warriors of his generation and eventually led Scotland during the First War of Scottish Independence against England.
3: Well, let's let's move along here, folks, uh, to current activities. New York Times this morning, uh, their lead story is, good morning, COVID cases are rising in Britain, and U.S. trends may soon follow. Oh, boy. Now. They have have a photograph here of of, um, a vaccination center in London. This was taken last Saturday. And uh, there's just a mob of people trying to receive the vaccine. Long, long lines. Now here... Um, I, I'm really kind of pleased with how it's gone. They've relaxed some of the things, saying, like, I guess you don't have to wear a face mask everywhere if you've been vaccinated. Um, There are some shops that still do it, some that don't. Um... I still wanted to get a t shirt with my vaccine, vaccine card printed on front and back. <laughs> I just think uh, the local um, screen printing shops would have a lot of fun with that. I think it'd be a fun project. Yeah.
4: Might be a little expensive, though, as you mentioned, because you could only do one of each. One of each. But, and they've got to do it. Different screening for every shirt. Well,
3: okay, but there's another process that's cheaper than screen printing. I'm just using the concept. Yeah, right. So um, I think it could be done, and I think people would pay, uh, I don't know, $18, $20 for a T-shirt that says that. Um, And wearing proudly uh, at the farmer's market, if you know what I mean. All right. Well, let's see here. So, this is called the Delta Danger. I'm going back to um, the rising cases in Great Britain. Britain has had one of the world's most successful COVID-19 responses in recent months. Unlike the European Union, the British government understood that quickly obtaining vaccines does... I'm sorry, not does but doses. Quickly obtaining vaccine doses mattered more than negotiating the lowest price. Unlike the United States, Britain was willing to impose national restrictions again late last year to reduce caseloads. British officials officials also chose to maximize. Uh, First vaccine shots and delay second shots. Recognizing that the strategy could more quickly reduce COVID cases. Well, thanks to these moves, COVID has retreated more quickly in Britain than almost any other country. Fewer than 10 Brits per day have been dying in recent weeks. Down from what Uh, There was a high of uh, 1,200 deaths a day in late January. On a per capita basis, Britain's death rate last month was less than one-tenth that of the United States rate. Well, despite this success, Britain is now coping with a rising COVID crisis. Now, cases. The main cause appears to be the highly infectious virus variant known as Delta, which was first detected in India. Britain's recent moves to reopen society also probably played a role. The increase is a reminder that progress against the pandemic, even extreme progress, does not equal ultimate victory. Britain's experience also suggests that cases may soon rise in the United States. And we have a quote here. What we're seeing in the UK is very likely to show up in other Western countries soon. The quote is from the Financial Times, John uh, Byrne Mordock. Uh, Who was speaking. Now the last sentence here says how bad is it? Well relative to where Britain was in January. The recent increase in COVID cases is tiny. Okay, now, in, here in the U.S., for the most part, if you were using the two-shot thing, you did them three weeks apart, right? Uh, now, in Great Britain, first shots versus second. One unknown about the vaccines is the ideal delay between the two shots ...for those vaccines that require two, as most do. The U.S. staggers the shots by only a few weeks. While Britain has made people wait up to 12 weeks for the second one. Overall, Britain's strategy appears to have worked better. But again... This Delta variant is adding a wrinkle. Data suggests that it is more contagious than the original virus and more likely to infect people who have had only one shot.
4: Well...
3: Anyway, um, three main lessons from Britain's recent rise in cases. One, vaccines are still the most effective way by far to to defeat this terrible pandemic. Nothing matters more than the speed at which shots into arms in Britain, in the U.S., and especially in poorer countries where vaccination rates are still low. Two behavioral restrictions can still play a role in the interim. If hospitalizations or deaths in Britain rise over the next two weeks, there will be a strong argument for pushing back the full reopening of activities. And that has been obvious implications for the U.S. too. Restricting indoor activities for unvaccinated people is particularly important. Third and final item caseloads are no longer as important a measure as they used to be. Before the vaccines were available, more cases inevitably meant more hospitalizations and deaths. Now the connection is more uncertain. As a recent Times story put it, New York Times we're talking about, paraphrasing British scientists, upsticks. Uh, upticks in new infections are tolerable so long as the vast majority do not lead to serious illness or death. So the New York Times is saying over the next few weeks, we're going to have to watch it very closely. And they'll provide us further updates if something uh, shows up, right? you know uh, there's a um a food I, i'm a foodie right I like different things there's a concept going on that's becoming quite popular in Athens and elsewhere and it's uh, flatbreads. Now they they really are more of a form of a pizza, except they're cooked at eight hundred degrees, and it takes about two minutes to make one, to cook it. Well, three. Um. The New York Times has a story about this this morning. And um, with the short time they're in there, you can put fruit on them and all sorts of things, Mm -hmm. and they just very quickly, the bread does its thing. And then if you have cheese or whatever the different toppings might be, your basics, it does its thing very quickly, but the fruit takes longer and therefore it has more of a fresh taste to it. Anyway, there are a number of places that offer those. Um, Probably the best and newest one is um, uh, Pleasant Hill Winery. They built one from scratch and it is an amazing thing. You hold the temperature gauge in one place and it's like 846 degrees You move it 3 inches away And it's like 490 You know Mm -hmm. It's amazing This flatbread stuff Yeah that is Tasty Okay What do we got 10 minutes Put that away. You know, we could do some birthdays. We haven't done those for a while. Okay. <clears throat> so, the uh, oldest person listed today is a movie director, so he won't be terribly well-known, but James Ivory, and he's 93. Virginia McKenna, actor, 90. Tom Jones, 81. I heard you mention him and play a tune by him earlier today. Yeah. Nikki Giovanni, the poet, 78. Incidentally,
4: Tom Jones is 81.
3: Didn't I say that? No, I don't oh, think okay. so. But Thank you. I was going to
4: say, that man will still be dancing long after he's gone from this earth.
3: Former talk show host Jenny Jones, 75.
4: I remember her. 75? That's what it says.
3: Mm. She looked good, too. Uh, bu- 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 and uh, the uh, actress, 70. Liam Neeson, 69. Colin Camp, 68. These are all actors and actresses. Actor William Forsyth, 66. Mike Pence celebrating a birthday today. He's 62. Helen Baxendahl, actress, 51. Carl Urban, an actor, 49. Bill Hader, um, who's an actor but also a comedian. 43. We already mentioned the tennis player, Anna. Anna. Uh, Actor Shelley Buckner, 32. And rapper Fetty Wap is 30. I'll bet everybody in our audience knows him. (laughs) Um, You know, I was doing a little bit of writing over the weekend. I'm doing a... This is a project that's been in the works for a month. know, it will probably take another couple months to finish. But I'm writing the history of this radio station. But, you know, if, if you're writing the history of this radio station, you also have to write the history of, to some degree, Andy Kovlin, who put this station on the air in 1950. And died 18 years later. Uh, we bought it in '73. You have to include... My father's history, and to some degree my history. Um, now why did I start this? There's, there's all sorts of fascinating side stories. You know, my dad in uh, nineteen eighty-five, I think, was selected to be named to the National Association of Broadcasters Hall of Fame. I was on their board back then. I had to what do you call it when you um when you pull your vote in you know abstain? Abstain. Thank you. I abstained from that vote, but it was nearly unanimous. Uh, He was the 88th person to be put on the Hall of Fame from broadcasting. Uh, There's not even 100 yet. Um... By the way, the same year he did get in, so did another person, and it was Casey Kasem. But with the 89 people that were in at that time, how many of them do you think were from ownership or management or leadership? Five. What I'm saying is all the rest were talent types. Like, um, who was the guy with ABC Forever? Just thought you um, Paul I, Harvey. Oh, Paul Harvey, yeah. Okay. It, you know, <laughs> there, it was that sort of thing. And these talent guys, they are talented. And I don't dispute that they need a Hall of Fame. But there is a whole other group that has been put into that same thing that I think deserves their own separate one. And it won't be nearly as well known the names, but still, the people who built this industry... The managers, the owners, the visionaries. Anyway. Um, but writing this history of WATH is most interesting to me. And I, I decide, you know, oh, here's a section I need to address. And then here's another one. So I jot those down, and eventually I work on those two. But this, this, this thing's going to be kind of lengthy, and I think... I'm going to have some of the people on staff read it first, just to make sure that they think it's worth publishing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I
4: was uh, mowing grass the other day. Yeah. And you know how you cut grass and you think about different things... Like that. Yeah, there goes some uh, first responder.
3: Going right past the station. Women, yeah.
4: Um, I was thinking about over the years some of the callers that have visited here on this show. Yeah. And I know you'll remember this one, the succinct caller. Oh, of course. <laughs> I I just thought that might be one to include in, in the book or memoirs or whatever they are mm-hmm. to with... How he used to call in and offer up his opinion, and
3: generally it was a one-liner.
4: Yep, and that was it very quickly, and then it finished up with a "Bye now." <laughs>
3: I remember it clearly.
4: Yes, and it usually had something to do with um, government inefficiency or
3: <laughs> I brought in government
4: um, irresponsibility.
3: It generally had a certain criticalness to it. Yes. All right. Uh, (laughs) We only have about two minutes left, maybe less. Uh, I brought in a report entitled 2021's Best and Worst State Economies. Now, this can change, but this is as of, shall we say, a study that was finished this past weekend. So, the best to the worst. Um I'll just tell you Ohio ranks 35th out of 51 and you say why 51 there's 50 states well the District of Columbia is always counted in there and by the way the District of Columbia ranks 14th so who's the best Utah Washington California Massachusetts Idaho Colorado coming in seventh Maryland 8th, Oregon, 9th, Arizona, and 10th, Georgia. As I said, Ohio came in 35th. Uh, Who are doing the worst amongst state economies? Coming in 51st, Hawaii. Number 50th, West Virginia. 49th Louisiana, 48th Alaska, 47th Oklahoma, 46th Kentucky, 45th Nevada, 44th Maine, and so on. Uh, highest change in the GOP Utah was number one, Hawaii last. Most experts per capita, Louisiana number one, Hawaii last. Uh, Most startup activity, Nevada coming in at the end, West Virginia. In our 71st year of service to Southeast
0: Ohio, AM 970 and
1: 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. CBS meteorologist Jeff Berardelli. Aberdeen today, 101 degrees. We are baking in Boston with a temperature right around 96. Oppressive humidity is expected to move in as temperatures drop on Wednesday. A new gl- report says the world can't afford not to fight global warming. Here's CBS's Vicki Barker. The study estimates that unfettered global warming will cause the economies of the G7 countries to shrink by more than 8% in the next three decades, with the less developed economies of the world hit even harder. The Supreme Court's begun wrapping up business for the year by declining to hear a challenge by a men's rights group that believes women should be eligible for the military draft at age 18, just like men. The appeal by the National Coalition, for men is backed by the ACLU. Jeff Bezos and his brother have a plan to go to space. They'll blast off in a Blue Origin rocket on July 20th. CBS News space consultant
4: Bill Harwood. The new Shepard flight will not reach orbit. The rocket and capsule are designed for purely suborbital, up-and-down trips to the edge of space reaching altitudes higher than 50 miles to give passengers a few minutes of weightlessness and a truly out-of-this-world view. At
1: least 40 people have been killed in a train derailment in Pakistan. One passenger speaking through an interpreter. The
0: other train slammed into us, right into our carriage. I don't know what happened after that. My wife, my daughter and my friend
1: all died. Rescuers and local residents have been pulling survivors and the dead from crumpled cars. France's anti-competition watchdog is finding Google the equivalent of two $268 million dollars for abusing its dominance in online advertising. Competition authority chief Isabel de Silva.
2: The legal effect of the decision is in France and the commitments have been provided for the French economy at the same time google has announced that it would implement those changes globally
1: parishioners at the trinity cathedral in sacramento california have come together after someone took down a rainbow flag that welcomes lgbtq people and they lit it on fire the reverend matthew woodward it was
0: a distressing moment um, seeing that because it's it's a simple